Hello. Hello, Antoine. Yes, this him. Hey, what's going on, man? Not much. How you doing, bro? Good, good. Hey, thank you for coming on, man. Uh, no problem, man. You know, I'm always uh down to come on. You know, any uh, podcast or any interviews you guys have, I'm always I interested. It. I love it, man. Hey, uh, uh, what time is it over there right now? Uh, it's eight forty-seven. Oh, okay, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I don't know if oh, no you got something going on right now or what, but thank you, man. Oh, no, you're good. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about the podcast, get you familiar with what, what is it that I'm trying to do here, and uh, hopefully, you know, you can help me out. <laughs> All right, no problem. That's fine, man. So the podcast, <laughs> my, my, my vision for it is I'm trying to interview upcoming entrepreneurs. Whether That means whether you're, you want to become an entrepreneur or you are an entrepreneur and you're in the grind right now. See, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to make people that are listening relate, you know, uh, you know, so that if someone's in, in a struggle or something, these listeners can relate to it and be like, hey, you know, like if this guy's doing it, I can do it, too. You know, um, we usually hear interviews with the Giants when they're already great. You know, we don't hear when they were in the struggles and stuff like that. So that's my goal here. I'm trying to interview people that are, you know, upcoming entrepreneurs, you know, in the grind, trying to make it work. Yes, sir. All right, so so let's start off with uh, um, you know who is Antoine? Talk to talk to me a little bit about who you are, man. Well, that's a, a multifaceted question. I'm playing. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, it, I'm not. I'm a very simple. Uh, I think I'm a very simple human being. Some people think I'm more complex than what I am, but uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hey, talk to me, man. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know me. Uh, well, number one, I am a uh, just surface information. Um, I'm a 24 year old college student at Towson University in um, Towson, Maryland, on the East Coast, of course. Uh, okay. I currently own my own production company that I've started uh, for three years. The name of the production company is Creator Source Studios. And I have a team of 15 other college students who work with me nice. on um, building the material that we build. Thank you. Uh, it, it's, it's, people think that, like, that number is so cool. Like, God, I, I've been through trying to create a team for three years. And I've had, like, literally, this is how the numbers have fluctuated. Or I might be saying uh, that we're wrong. But, you know. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> All right, the number has went up and down. Um, my first team was 30 people wow. at one point in time. It went down to like four the next time. <laughs> and then it wow. went back up to 20. Roller coaster, huh? <laughs> yeah, and then went back down to 30, uh, back up to 30, and then it went down to 15. So, yeah. <laughs> that's how, uh, you don't mind that's me how asking the number why? why? Why did it uh, fluctuate so much? Um, well, for me, uh, because I was doing a lot of stuff with the school and I was a part of a student organization at the school, uh, and this organization is dead now, but I'm just going to say the name of it anyway. It's called <laughs> Bosses. Yeah. Okay. It's called Bosses. It was Breaking Obstacles, Seeking Successful Entrepreneurial Status. Ah. Um, yeah, it was a, uh, organization a friend of mine started who wanted to, you know, do a lot of entrepreneurial things at the school, wanted to get, like, entrepreneurs up. And me, I was coming to the school. I was a community, uh, criminal justice major where I thought, you know, that I wanted to work for the FBI. But then I really started searching it myself. And I realized YouTube was, you know, the opportunity in my life of what I wanted to do. So uh, I appreciate every experience that I had in that student organization because of that. 
I mean, they have had. There was a lot of stuff that happened in there that I'm like, mm, it was stupid. But at the same time, I appreciate it because it opened my eyes to who I am and uh, what I wanted to do. Yep. Just to tell you a little bit more about Creator Source Studio, so you can get like a grasp of what it is that we do. We create all types of media that educates, entertains, and inspires our generation and future generations to come. Our like one word why is care because we feel like a lot of people in this world don't really care anymore about one another, especially when you look at the news and at the media and stuff like that. And, you know, our media just promotes all negativity, you know, everything bad always spins it a certain way. That's not what I want to do here. I want to reinvent media and show that there are good people in this world and people in themselves are good nature. That's beautiful, man. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, me personally, what I, I, everyone, and if you search for it, you can find it. Yep. But if you search for negativity, you can find that as well. It's all about how your mindset is. The funny thing here is that everybody always looks for the problem. They feel like it can't be that easy. It can't be that perfect. They always are looking for the negativity and yet they find it. You know, mm-hmm. seek and you shall find. Seeking you shall find. Asking you shall receive. And you, yeah, and everything and, else. Uh, yeah, and everything else in there. You know, it's just, you, you have to realize, uh, and I, I call it um, a one-second cure. It's something that I learned from um, an entrepreneur, like one of the motivational speakers. And they said it's a one-second cure. The minute that you realize everything in your life, for the most part, is because of you, that's when you become control of your life. Oh. And you, yes, that's when you become control of your life. Yeah. So, so in uh, um, I don't know if you've heard of my other podcast, but in every almost every podcast, I always talk about taking a hundred percent responsibility for your life. Yes, sir. Yes, and, sir. And, and I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I did. <laughs> you know, if you if you can understand that, if you can stop blaming the economy, stop blaming the president, stop blaming your neighbor, if you can start stop doing that and start blaming yourself. Dude, you're mm-hmm. gonna fucking go to a next level, hundred percent, man. I agree, bro. Yes, bro. Listen, I am a 24 year old African American student at, in college. I have heard so many different people tell me that, oh, because you're black, you can't do this, or because you're black, you can't do that. Listen, I don't give a damn if I was black, blue, brown, yellow, whatever. It, yep. it doesn't matter. If I want something, I'm gonna go get it and I'm gonna take it. That's mm. just me. That doesn't mean I'm going to take it like, oh, I'm going to do some underhanded stuff. No. If I take something, that means that I earned whatever Ooh. I got. Fuck I earned it. it. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, rem- it reminds me of uh, something. Uh, you know who uh, Eric Thomas is? Uh, yes, I do. So he, he was, uh, he was uh, talking to some students, I think, and he was talking about, uh, I think, Durant and how they were putting limitations on him. Like telling him like, oh, like if he keeps playing at this level, he's going to burn out by the end of the season. And yet he fucking killed it and killed it and killed it. And then, and, and, uh, ET's like, dude, that's me. Like, you can't put your limitations on me. You, what you do with your limitations, you take them home, you go watch them on TV, but don't put them on uh, those limitations on me. You don't know what I'm capable of. And, and that's so true, man. Like, everybody always, it's easy to point a finger and say, hey, you can't do that. Dude, worry about yourself. Let me do me. And, and that's it, you know? 
You, yeah, you, dude, like, man, you're preaching to the choir right now, man. <laughs> you're preaching to the choir right now because I've had so many. When I, like, legitimately, when I tell you this, like, right now, since 2015, spring 2015, mind you, I have had multiple people call me the most negative stuff in the world, tell me I'm an idiot. I had a dude, dude, I had a dude make two YouTube videos about me before I even made it, before I even made a YouTube channel. Before I even made a YouTube channel, bro. Because. (laughs) I don't know, man. Uh. Just to tell you, like, how that happened, because I want to clarify, like, all this stuff. How that happened was um, whenever I was building my first team of 30 people, uh, I went on um, Facebook. And this is when I really realized, like, the power of social media. Like, uh, there's Facebook pages for the university I go to. Whereas, okay. like, class of 2016, 17, you know, all of them. Yeah, yeah. I went and got into all of those groups, right? And then in all of those groups, I left messages saying that, hey, who's interested in being a part of a YouTube channel that I'm building? I'm building a YouTube channel. If you want to be a part of YouTube, video, all this different stuff, let me know. When I tell you that I've had, I had, like, 75 people like one post, 80 people like another post. 25 on each uh, comments on there. I've put out four posts. I had at least, if I would combine it, at least almost 300 uh, engagements Mm. on all of those posts altogether. The amount of people that actually responded to me whenever I messaged them, whenever they liked the post, was about, I want to say, 100. Okay. And I interviewed at least 75 of those people. Nice. Through a phone interview. And that's how I got to the 30 that I had. Um, one of the 30 that I had was a guy who's been doing YouTube since he was in high school until now. And then I was like, all right, cool. So, you know, we became like I met him um, at the official like general body meeting that I was having. And I was telling everybody my goals. And he said, what's your goal? I said, yeah, you know, I want to get to a million subscribers. I want to create influence and I want to like get that gold plaque and, you know, just be successful on YouTube. According to him, um, me thinking that way was a uh, a bad way to think about YouTube and people like me is the reason why YouTube is getting ruined right now. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's what he did to YouTube? Yeah, that's when that's what he said in the video that he made. He didn't say that to my face, but he made two videos about me um trashing me. Uh-huh. And like laughing behind my back, yeah. Man, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Um so so this is good, man. This is this is what I what I want my listeners to hear, man. Mm-hmm. All this negativity, man. All this, you know, uh, attack, man. What I want to know is, what I want my listeners to know is, what kind of mindset do you have to have, dude? What were you? Th- what are you thinking? What What keeps you going, man? Like, why, after all this, you're still freaking fighting? The reason why I still fight is because, you, in a weird way, I love that. In a weird way, it it fuels me a little bit because, you know, part of the kick in my behind, um, you know, that gets me going Mm -hmm. is, okay, they said that about me, but I guarantee to you that I'm going to be more successful than they are and than that they can ever be. I guarantee that to them. Uh, Legitimately, like I'll look any one of them in their eyes if they came to me today and I would tell them that. But also along with that is my why. 
the why I want to do it. And yes. that's out. That outnumbers any negative idea or anything like that. I mean, it made me grit my teeth and say, you know what? I'm going to make you eat those words. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what keeps me going with that, because that, that may sound negative to some people. Like, oh, wow, you know, you're just throwing on that. You're getting angry. No, I'm not getting angry. I'm getting, I'm learning how to um, be creative with what I'm doing. Yep. You see what I mean? Yep. I'm learning how to be creative with what I'm doing. Do you know who uh, David Goggins is? Um, no. Who's that? So uh, I, what I would recommend, dude, is, is on YouTube, uh, look him up. Uh, Tom, ba- Tom Bailey, I can't say his name exact. He interviewed David Goggins. David Goggins, uh, when I'm listening to you, dude, I, I kind of see him in you, man. This guy is, like, he growing up, dude, he had all this negativity, man. They, they, uh, he's an African American. Uh, they, they called him nigger. This, now he said he sat next to a son of the KKK, and this guy, they, they would tell him everything. So he was so insecure, and he said when he grew up, he was a. Um, I'm gonna just kind of make the story quick, but he, 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 uh, mm-hmm. a, a fumigate, you know, you know, he fumigate. And one day he came home, he was like 200 and plus pounds, uh, overweight. And st- I mean, he was like overweight and stuff. And, and he was listening, he was watching the, the TV and he's like, this can't be my life. And he said he saw the Navy SEALs training. And he yeah. said, the only way I can get out of this is to put myself through the worst pain possible. So he literally signed up for the Navy SEAL. And it was like intense fucking training, like intense. It's called Hell Week or something like that. Well, anyways, uh, I don't want to give too much. You should definitely check it out. But this guy, what he does is he he ends up running a, 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 a triathlon or a marathon. I don't know. It's like 100 miles. And uh, in the 70 mile, he's like beat. He's dead. And his wife tells him, you're not going to make the time. Like you're doing like, uh, you know, one mile every 30 minutes. And he said, once she told me that, I fucking jogged the rest of the fucking uh, uh, laps I had to do. So like when you what like what I'm saying is that what I'm listening to you is like when people tell you no, it's like f you yes I'm gonna show you, and, you know, <laughs> and it's not it's not like a negativity it's not like being getting mad no it's like you can't tell me what I can and can't do, you know you can tell yourself what you can and can't do but you can't tell me you know, and I, and know. I don't know man. now I get it because um actually now that I think about it I have heard of the dude. Um, he was on uh, the guy who made um, sh- uh, yep, show. yeah, t- Tom Bailey. Yeah. Bailey, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, Tom Bailey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I remember him saying so that. So powerful, man. I got goosebumps yes, listening to that guy. Yes, sir. And you know, just just thinking about people like that because you know, even in the environment that I'm in, with uh, a lot of different things, and you know, people. To me, I don't see being an African-American male as a bad thing. I think it's a good thing because everybody needs a story. Part of my story is that I'm an African-American male and I'm doing what I can to build what I'm trying to build, especially in the city that I live in. I live in Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland is, and I don't know if you know this, but this is the murder capital of the United States. Wow. Yeah, it's the murder capital of the United States where they have um, a bunch of people dying every day and it's because of like, you know, some gang activity, things like that. You know, growing up in a place like that, there's a lot of people who have given up. 
Mm-hmm. Me, I'm actually from San Antonio, Texas, and I grew up in that place. And then also, uh, my family's from um, Louisiana. Okay. Yeah, so my family's from Louisiana, and me, I grew up in a bunch of places. I've moved around so many different times, and I think that's what helped me come out of my shell and be able to talk to people is because I've always had to start over. Yep. I've always had to start over and just get to know somebody, things like that. Dude, I've literally been to 36 different schools in my life. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to 36 different schools because we moved around so much. My um, dad was in the military for uh, seven years. My grandfather was also in the military for 25 years. My grandfather was in the Korean War. Wow. Yeah. So... I understand that military mentality. Uh, that's where I've gotten most of my stuff from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, can you give me one second? Because I'm actually getting, receiving a call right now. Can we? Is, can you lap the recording? Or Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and uh, uh, we'll see what happens right now. All right, give me one second. Sorry. Yeah. Back, bro. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. We can so, just call that part one if you want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, as, as I was waiting, I was thinking, man, um, what would you say to someone, man, that's getting, like, all this negativity, man? They, they have this dream, this vision, but people are talking down to them, especially people they love, you know, people that they – family, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. Like, you know, with my father, um, he, he's a very hard worker. Uh, very mm-hmm. smart, very hard worker, very smart, but very stubborn and also um, stubborn in his ways where, you know, he even says to me, oh, you working on that YouTube shit, that YouTube shit is going to be your downfall. You know, uh, you should be working on this. You, be, you should be trying to get like a federal job with the government and everything. like. But I'm telling yep. my dad, dad, that's not me. Yep. That's not me. Yep. <laughs> that's not me. I'm going to be real when it comes down to that. After the age of 18, you have to understand that that's your parents' opinion. I'm going to give you a quote that he even said to me himself, that I remember every day of my life and it fuels me into doing what I need to do when he's negative on me, is that you have to understand your parents' expectations of you and their hopes and dreams of you I know this sounds grim, but it grow it goes into the grave with them. Yep. It goes into the grave with them. And what are you gonna do whenever they die and you gotta live your own life? Yep. Who you're gonna blame then? Who you dude, <laughs> dude that's just fucking deep, man. <laughs> that's who so you true. gonna blame then? That's <laughs> so true. It's the truth. And, and who and, you... and what I like that you said is at the age of eighteen. Now, I, I stress this a lot. Like I said, take 100% responsibility. Once you hit 18, there are certain things you can take responsibility where you can stop blaming anybody else. When you're younger, I get it. You got to go to school because of, you know, this and that. But, but once you're 18, you're old enough to take a job. You're old enough to stay at past, you know, a certain time, you know, whatever. It's time, dude. Like, no more. It, take responsibility and fucking start working, man. And do, do you. You know, so I, I I agree, man. When you said 18, I was like, yep, that's the age you got to fucking if you're 19, 20, 21, 22 and you're not where you want to be or you're not happy. It's because you haven't taken charge or you haven't taken responsibility. Your choices you've made 
have led you to there. And now you got to fucking man up, you know? You do. You do. You got to be you got to be a man and you got to strengthen yourself. This is something that I noticed uh about, you know, our favorite person, Gary Vanderchuk. Yep. Uh, you know, he he's very inspirational. He's a very hard worker. But something that I know about him is that sometimes he tries to soften up his message a little bit because of what people like. He's real on what he says, but he tries to soften it up real quick. Like when he went into Taylor, for instance, let's, let's take that for example. OK, um, when he went into Taylor, I think. He did like there were some people in the uh in his mess in like the comment section saying that oh why did you do that to her like that you know is this isn't it I'm like bro that's what she needed to hear yep and she's a strong enough person to let what he said affect her for the short term where all right he just came at me he got out my ego but in the long term she looked at it as okay now it's time for me to shit or get off the pot, do what I need to do and straighten up. Because yep. if I want to be successful, this is how I got to be. And yep. yes, and yes, anything in this world, we need to understand this in two, anything in this world can happen. Anything in this world. Anything in this world can happen at the flipping a switch. So yep. for like what he's saying that, oh, when she said, oh, by the age of 25, I'm going to be a millionaire, I'm going to come shake your hand, all this other stuff. And, you know, he's saying because she made that statement, um, he knows that she she won't be. Yep. Now, in that standpoint, he cannot guarantee that that's the truth, but he can tell that the pure fact that she's not working on something or she's not doing anything, that is highly unlikely. Yeah, exactly. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's highly unlikely because he's not saying that, Oh, that's the, it won't happen in the world. Anything a meteor could drop out the sky right now and hit me. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Yep. The sun could not come up tomorrow. There's no one that can guarantee that the sun is going to come up tomorrow. Exactly. So you, you need to keep that in perspective. That's the reason why, like you said, when you're 18 years old, you know, man up, be a man. Because at the end of the day, dude, you know. You don't have to answer to anyone when you really think about it. Because, yeah, you if you had a job, like if you were a doctor, you wouldn't have to answer to your boss. You don't have to answer to your patients. All in all, as a person, you have to answer to yourself. And you have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and be happy with the reflection that looks back at you. Woo-hoo! Damn, that's so true, man. <laughs> I don't mean to be dropping bombs like no, this. No, you better drop I mean... these bombs, man. They need, to li- they need to hear this shit, man. Yes, they do. They do. Yeah, man. It's so true. It's so it true. Is. At the end of the day, the only person that you got to make happy is mm-hmm. yourself, man. It is. You know? And, like... and... Go ahead. No, my bad. Sorry about that. No, no. Like, like me, you know, I'm 30 years old, man. I'm I'm married. I got my wife. I got my kids. But I know that if I'm not happy... My wife's not going to be happy. I can try to make her happy, but that's not the way to go. You need to understand that you got to make yourself happy because if you're at your fullest, that's how you can make your significant other happy. That's how you can make anybody else happy. If you're if you're feeling good, you're walking down the street and you're smiling, someone's going to smile back at you. I don't give a fuck what how they're feeling. If they if you smile, it's it's contagious. The only it way is. you can make someone else happy is when you're at your fullest and happy, man. 
And that's the truth. And I've been, there have been standpoints where I've been walking in the street and I had somebody smile at me. It could be a girl or a guy. Gender yep. doesn't matter. They yep. smile at me. I smile back at them. Like if a little, if a little kid smiles at you and you walk back, what, you ain't going grimace at that little child. You're going to smile back. Yep. Like, you know, all these different people be on that. I'm like, yo, get, get. You know, it's a scientific fact, too, that smiling, uh, I believe, has uh, less muscle uh, movement than frowning. Huh. That's what I, I believe that would. Don't quote me on it. Don't quote me on it because I'm not a scientist. <laughs> but I believe that's, that's what I was told. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe that's what they said. And, you, you know, to me, I feel like, you know, smiling helps you. It helps. Yep. Having a smile. Like, you know, I just see so many people walking around. And, you know, and I asked them, oh, are you happy? And they say, yeah, of course I'm happy. Well, tell your face. <laughs> yep. Tell your yep. face. <laughs> tell your face. Like, are you really happy? You know what I mean? Like, I've asked certain people that. And they're like, yeah, I'm happy. What's wrong? Tell your face. Yep. They're so, like, yo, why are you frowning? Mm-hmm. You know, smile. Like, yo, be happy. Damn. Like, you, you only live once in life. Yep. Remember? <laughs> That's, like, it sounds so simple. I noticed this about things in life. And I'm only 24 years old, but I, I've noticed some things. And one thing that I noticed is that the simplest truths are always the best. Mm-hmm. And one simple truth is that you only live once. Live your life to the fullest. And I don't know if you're a religious man or not or anything like oh, yeah. that. Me, I yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm gonna be real, but in the Bible, it it talks about a lot of that stuff, saying that you know you uh, live life as it was your last day. You yep. know, and um, uh, there's a book called "As a Man Thinketh." I don't know if I've you heard ever heard it. of that before. I've heard yes, it. definitely get that book if you never read it. Um, it's one of the books that I have on like my um, dresser. Okay, and this book. It, leg- it legitimately is a uh, quote from um, the book of Proverbs talking about as a man thinketh in his heart, he shall become, you know, your mind. This is the thing about mindset. People underestimate the human potential of your mind. Ooh, we're getting to my topics now. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, yes, it is. And they, uh, they underestimate it because your mind is stronger than what you know. Your mind is stronger than what you know, and it can draw things to you. Because me, as a religious person, I'm also a big opponent of the law of attraction. And the law of attraction, one thing that I noticed with it is that, you know, it's the truth that, you know, what you project and put out into the world comes back to you. And how happy you are in your mind is what the representation in um, reality. That's the reason why when people talk about you know, mental illnesses and things like that. When you have a mental illness, there's a, um, you know, uh, a chemical imbalance in your mind and it's coming down to your reality. Mm-hmm. Is it what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of people who have mental illnesses have bad lives or have, you know, uh, have a negative standpoint towards life and it's hindering them living their life. You see what I mean? Yep. So where I'm trying to get at here, you see? Yep. I'm just yep. trying to plant little seeds. That's all I'm trying to plant yep. little seeds. But yeah, you know, it, it, it just, it comes down to your mindset. And uh, that's my biggest thing. When going back to your original question about um, dealing with parents or family that doesn't believe in you, it's about my- so this morning, uh, just to tell you what I did today. Today, I interviewed one of the biggest influences on my life that I've ever had. 
And this guy is called Evan Carmichael. I don't know if you know him, uh, if you know who he is. No. Um, he's a big YouTuber who's, uh, you know, uh, entrepreneur. Um, he really talks about mindset, talks about, you know, uh, other successful individuals. I call him personally a practitioner for success mm. because he studies how other people become successful. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is the top 10 lessons you can learn from Gary Vaynerchuk. This is the top 10 lessons you can learn from Elon Musk, from 50 cents, mm-hmm. from Beyonce, from Oprah, from all these. Yeah. That's the type of uh, stuff that he does. So I really recommend that to you and your viewers is that, um, Go go subscribe to his channel. What's his go name again? Evan Carmichael. Evan Carmichael. Okay, cool. Yes, go and him. He has 1.4 million subscribers on YouTube, and has 200 million views on YouTube as well. Over 4,000 videos. And this guy, I talked to him on Instagram, okay. and he agreed. He agreed to an interview like that, like that. Just like that, he agreed to interview, and he sat down with me. The interview originally was supposed to be 30 minutes. This guy sat on that call, on the um, Google Hangout that we did, for an hour and um, almost an hour and a half. You have that up on YouTube or what? Yeah, it's going up, uh, it's going up on YouTube tomorrow morning. Okay, and, and then uh, you have other interviews in your YouTube channel? Uh, I'm starting to do that now. Okay. Uh, the original standpoint of the way I was going to do it was on Instagram and IGTV. Uh, the thing didn't work because I was trying to record Instagram live feeds. It w- just won't record on my phone. Yeah. So we're going to be doing Google Hangouts. So that's going to be the first of many um, okay. interviews that I'm doing. Uh, I have an interview segment called Mad Talk, which is making a difference. Um, okay. it's, it's all about showing how we can make a difference in the world. So we're going to talk about different topics. Uh, it's going to be commentaries, but it's also going to be interviews, showing okay. that people that are doing it, regardless of how small of the impact it is that they have or how massive that they have. Mm-hmm. So it can be all the way from some person in Saskatchewan. Uh, I forgot what state that was, but Saskatchewan, <laughs> you know, out there, you know, helping homeless by getting cans all the way to someone like Will Smith. Or something mm-hmm. like that. That's the wide spectrum of people that I want to interview. I just want to interview things and show care. Yep. And show that we care about the world. And just show people who are out here trying to have a positive influence. I on love it, it man. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, so. But, uh, um, what's up? Are you the one who, who uh, commented on my, uh, on my post about when people don't. Or, or are you the one that got that bad uh what was it? That bad comment or? Oh, the bad DM. Yeah, the bad DM. There you go. About, yeah, that was uh, me. That was, that was me. you. Yeah, that was me. So, so what happened? So you you asked this guy, an influencer, if you can yeah. interview him. Yes. Um. Basically, what happened with him, and this is actually a good lesson for anyone who's doing that. Um. You know, continue to do it. Of course, continue because I see some people saying, "Oh, well, you know, I wouldn't DM them until you got this." Is now you should have your stuff straight where you're doing something, but also at the same time, uh, still still DM them because you never know what kind of answer you can get. Like I got Evan Carmichael, who yep, he has all this influence. But um, you know him. This is a guy who I watched some of his videos, and he was talking about how people should 
you know, comment on every comment that's on their post. You know, if somebody DMs you, DM them back and stuff like that, you know, really show that you care. Like he was saying that yeah. in a video. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. All right, so let me look him up. Yeah, this guy seems like a cool uh, guy. Yeah, let me go on Instagram. Let me hit him up. I showed him my appreciation. I wasn't trying to, you know, suck up to him or kiss his ass. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, yo, you, you influenced me, dude. Like, you know, you have some good stuff on there. You sound like a very cool dude. I'd love to interview you for my um, thing because I think it's something that's right up your alley. He responded the way he responded, saying that, you know, I need to have a bigger audience and everything like that. In a, in a, a well-around way, he told me basically to fuck off. Yeah. That's basically what he told me. Yeah. But... Uh, and then, like, when I asked him, hey, do you have any suggestions? Because you're giving out critiques, but not suggesting anything. And th- that's how you give constructive criticism. That's, that's the difference between constructive criticism and regular criticism. Um, if you can criticize uh, something and say, hey, this is what you could be doing better. Yep. Yes, and, or something like that. Don't, don't sit there and do what you did. Because what he did was, um, he was just flexing his muscles. He thought he was... You know, he's too big for his britches, mm-hmm. if you want to take it that way. Yep. And um, he did what he did on there. Yeah. One standpoint, one standpoint, I'm not angry about that because, you know, uh, 10 years from now, when I'm over here interviewing, you know, the president of uh, Poland or something like that about what he's doing, he's going to want to be on this uh, thing. Yep. So that doesn't piss me off. Like, yep. you know, that it, at first, it, it initially is like, all right, damn, this dude just said that to me. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? Life goes on. If he's he wants to act like that, there. fine. He's no, he's not. Okay. No, he's not. And my advice to anyone that gets something like that, respond with love. Don't respond with hate. Don't yep. go back and forth with this person. Because all you do is you feel, you, you fuel them. Yep. Video, screenshot your message and make a video about you. It's kind of yeah. like what a girl. It's kind of like what a girl does whenever she's like, you know, all right, I curved this dude, and he's like thirsty, and she shares it with all her friends. Yeah, he'd do it, but in a video standpoint, and show, oh, uh, you guys need to be more respectful because I've seen YouTubers do that. Yeah, before, which is messed up. But you know, it is what it is on that one. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I, I in, in my previous interview, um, I was talking um, about. You know, I, I was in the banking industry for for a while, and mm-hmm. you know, I I'm the same way, man. I'm about care, man. I, I I treat every customer like human beings, not like what how much money you got in your in your bank account, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was helping this customer. He didn't have that much money in his account, but I did the the whole nine yards, man. I I you know sat him down, took care of him, walked him to the door. Anyways, with when when all this was happening, there was a lady. With you know, I don't know. She had like a million dollars. I don't know how much money she had in her bank account, but she wanted to be seen right away. Like she didn't want to wait. She didn't want to sit down. She didn't want. She wanted to be seen right away. And and you need to understand that money does not define you. You it know, doesn't. we're we're all human beings. Money is 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 a tool to be used for you know your privilege, your benefits, your your you know your what you want what you want in life. You know, it's your freedom, whatever. But it's not define you or does not give you the power to treat anybody else like an asshole. No, you know? it doesn't. No, uh, it like, doesn't. You can't be an asshole. Like you, you, you got to be respectful. Period. You know. And and as I'm listening to you with this, it, it's like same thing, just different. Now it's about followers, or you know, it's like, dude, that does that that does not define you. You could easily have bought half those followers. You know, like you nowadays, easily everybody done pays for followers, or I don't know. Hell but, yeah. 
the thing is that you you got to be genuine. You got to be you know kind. I mean, if if people were to find out what you've done, like like for example, this guy, if people were to find out who this guy is and what he's done, I guarantee you, man, no one would really want to listen to him because he's not uh, you know he's not uh, practicing what he preaches. You know, he's he's talking a good game. He's making it beautiful, but. When it comes all, you know, come back to it, it's like, dude, like, no, like, get more followers, get get this, get that, and then out. Okay, dude, like, that's cold, man. You know. Yeah, and let me tell you another story too, because I'm not, and this, this is again, this is not me dwelling on um, negativity, but I think no, the no, story. I, I wa- yeah, I want you to say these because I want people to understand, and the ones that are listening, you know, when this happens to them, I want them to not be able to lose hope or just give up i want them to fucking keep going and understand mm-hmm. that this shit happens so yeah bring it on man yeah so this story it relates to this it relates to what you were saying about you know followers defining and things like that. there's this guy i'm not gonna say his name uh because I, i'm not petty like that i'm not gonna put his information out there like that but there was this guy um he came to me uh last fall almost a year ago saying, hey, Antoine, uh, and this guy's known me for a while now. Hey, Antoine, I like what you're doing. I want to be a part of this. How do I become a part of this? I bring him in. I put him a part of this uh, segment that I'm creating because he's a musician. It aligns with creators and musicians and everything along that nature because what I'm trying to build is, like, um, have a uh, production company that does uh, also a record label and a publications company as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to build all of that in one. Um, but uh, he, you know, he came in, he liked it. Uh, he didn't like certain things that I was doing in there, wanted to change certain things. And see, me, I'm, a, I'm not married to any of my ideas like that. But I, I'm like, yeah, let's keep, I'm not married to the vehicle that we use to get where we're trying to get, but I'm married to the why okay. of what we're doing. And... You know, him, he had an issue with some of the stuff that I was doing. Uh, basically, uh, wanted to make the segment that I was creating into a section of the company, which wouldn't make any sense in the first place. Um, you know, he wanted to run that part. He had an issue with me, you know, putting him with, like, making a group for him. He had an issue with me for that because he's like, well, if I'm the project head of this, why don't I make my own team? I'm like... Uh, that's because I'm the one hiring everyone to bring in here. Just because you personally like them doesn't mean that I think they fit what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yep. And I, that's why I was trying to explain to him. He didn't understand that. Uh, try to leave with a partner that I set him up with and, you mm-hmm. know, try to leave without me knowing about it. Without me knowing about it. Didn't want to talk to me and tell me mm-hmm. that he had issues or anything like that. Uh, later on, me and him still had issues where he was like, well, uh, what if we like a video and you don't, can we still share? I'm like, no, because I'm, I'm the one that's weird. I'm the one that's coming in here trying to decide what content goes on what, because I'm, I'm the one who, if we put out something negative or something that doesn't pertain to what we do, I'm the one that's going to catch all the backlash for it. You're taking responsibility, yeah. Yeah, I'm the one who has to take responsibility for that. You're not going to be there to take responsibility. And and even if you did take responsibility for that, they will still blame you. There's major uh, multi-Fortune 500 billion companies like who's making a lot of money who this happens to. Look at what happened to Papa John's. The CEO had to put out a, a... 
apologizing to everybody because of what he did. So yep. th- that's what I was trying to explain to him. He didn't understand that. He's like, well, you're taking uh, my content and stuff like that. And if I wanted to start a YouTube channel, why didn't I just do it on my own? I'm like, why didn't you do it on your own? You're the one who came to me. I didn't come to you. You came to me and said you wanted to be a part of this. So he went back to his team. Um, he wasn't telling his team anything that was happening in the meetings that he was going to. Didn't tell them about the resource I was providing, but kept drilling in their head, why are we with him? Why don't we leave mm-hmm. on our own? And it got to the point in May where me and him had to sit down and have a conversation. And I told him, listen, you keep at saying, um, what can I provide that you can't get if you were doing your own YouTube channel? You keep asking me that. I keep explaining to you how this thing runs is that your, you, the YouTube channel that you're the project head of is a part of Creator Source Studios and we pr- promote, we do all this other different stuff for it. He didn't understand that. And I'm putting the team together for him, everything like that. He didn't understand that. It came down to the point where, you know, I told him, listen, either you're with us or you're not. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to continue having these arguments with you. I've been arguing with you since November 2017 is May 2018 and I'm done. Pick one. And he's like, all right, fine. He said, yeah, I'll leave. And then I said, okay, fine. And then that's when he said, well, can I still keep the name that we're using for this? And that's when he said uh, he bought a domain name and everything like that. Me out the kindness of my heart, because again, like I said, I'm not married to names. It's just a name. It was a generic name anyway. So I said, yeah, you can go ahead and use it. That, that's fine. Go, go, do what you need to do. And he's like, well, can I keep my team too? And I said, hey, if they want to go with you, they can. If they want to stay with me, they can. Some uh, one stayed with me. The rest of his team went, and it was like a team of five or six. And it was like people who was his personal friends that he brought into the group who, you know, the reason why he did that is because he didn't want me to have my name on anything saying that I helped them out in any type of way to get the group started. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's why he did what he did there. But, um, uh, yeah, so I kept, I brought the one guy to the group. I kept him in. Um, and he told me all of these different things that was happening, how there was no mis, there was miscommunication. They weren't getting anything done. There was button heads in the team. He kept telling me everything was fine. And I did not know this because I wasn't at their meetings. And he was telling me this. And that's the interesting part. But here's the even more interesting part about all of this. The guy was lying to other people that was in the group saying that I didn't like him, anything like that. I didn't have nothing against the dude. Mm-hmm. I still don't have anything against him. I wish him the best in everything that he's doing. But he lied to me about having a domain name for what he did. And it belongs to an entertainment company in Atlanta, the one that he said that he had. Mm. Yeah, and uh, so basically he stole the name that I had and stole, like, the overall idea of what I was doing. And you, and he wouldn't tell people that he was a part of my company. He would say that it was his own separate organization. Damn. Yeah. So basically he just stole everything from me and I technically can sue him because I had him sign a, a non-disclosure agreement that's in at, that's active for the next 50 years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I technically can sue him. And see, me, I'm not a dummy because also my dad's a lawyer and he always talks to me about like legal ramifications and everything like that. So, you know, I tend to, but here's the uh, gist of the story. Here's the uh, moral of the story. He puts out his first video. It's whatever. Um, everything like that. This dude still comments on my Instagram account on stuff. 
he even commented on the video that I did with Evan Carmichael. Uh, I even saw him after I did that interview today. Whenever I was getting something to eat, I saw this dude. And he will come dat he will come dat me up saying, "Hey, is that young entrepreneur?" Because that's the name of the vlog series that I do on uh, YouTube. Okay, um, trying to document my process of building the um, production company as a student in college. Yeah, and um, yeah, we do a lot of it's like really cool stuff. We even have a conversation about being a black filmmaker and stuff like that on there. So if you ever want to watch it, just go ahead and watch that. Definitely. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, you know, I was sitting up there and he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, thanks, bro. And, you know, I was not, I was acting nonchalant about it. And he's like, yeah, you know, that dude has a big following, man. You know, good, good job on that one. You know, like saying all this stuff to me and mm-hmm. then going, and then going to tell me, yeah, you know, I heard the echo in the video because we was doing Instagram live and a Google Hangout at the same time. So it kind of interferes whenever you do like the sound, the sound is still good in the video. It's just, it interferes a little bit. Um, but I was like, yeah, you know, this, this, and this. And I was telling him that. And he said, why was that happening? And I was telling him why. And then he was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, he said, I understand. Yeah, because I'm a sound engineer. I already know that. And I'm like, bro, then why you ask me if you already knew that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, the, you know, that happened. But moral of the story, I, don't, I didn't mean to make that story as long as it <laughs> was. I was just giving the detail. But moral of the story is, is that you're going to have people like that, especially when you have a good idea. Go and put you down, tell you don't know what you're doing, tell you don't know how to run a production company, which he's told me multiple times. But uh, since the summer when I started really kicking out content and he kind of kicked me in my butt when he did that, because I was like, you know what? He going to do that. I think it's time for me to really take this thing up a notch and show who I am and show what I'm about when it comes down to doing this and show that I can actually get something and then yep. that's when I started putting out content. He's mesh- he's like liking our stuff, yep. commenting on our yep. stuff, mm-hmm. watching all of our stuff, things like that. You know, it just it shows that you had a person who's empty inside. Yeah. Empty inside. And this and going back to followings, this guy is such a popular guy on my campus. Everybody knows him. They always say they like him. There's even people that don't like me that likes him. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> This dude that don't like me that likes him. And you know, it made me it made me question myself. And this is a real like uh, you know, this is like a real question that I was having for myself. And this is something that might happen to other people if this um story happens to them. I was really sitting here questioning myself, thinking, like, why do they like him but they don't like me? Mm. And he did that. And he did it. and I realized it's because he's a fake person. And I've even had people tell me that. They said, Antoine, I'm going to be real with you. You're a little too real for some people. You're a little too real for some people. Like, some mm-hmm. people are not going to like how real you are with them. That's what you said right. in the beginning. <laughs> yes, yeah, some people are not going to like how real you are, see? And uh, I even had a bunch of friends tell me that. Like, they's like, yo, because in, in retrospect, when you really look at it, comparing yourselves, and this is not me trying to put myself on a pedestal or anything like that, but this is what they said. Comparing yourselves... You you have more of a grip on what you're doing than he did. But see, people are going to bang with him and be cool with him because he knows what to say to people to try to, like, smooth them over, tell people, uh, like he was telling the girl in our group, uh, I love you and stuff like that, you know, trying to be cutesy mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff like that with girl, with people. And... Yeah, he was doing that. And, you know, and me, I don't do that. I'm just real with people. 
the, and sometimes the, it's too much. The thing is that most people, most people think that entrepreneurship is sexy. It's it's cool. They mm-hmm. think it's the planes and the and the jets and the cars and the no entrepreneurship is the fucking grind, the fucking late hours, the fucking fucking up and doing it over again, the the asking for help, the looking you know around for who else can can you interview the the um you know trying to figure out the time frames. That's fucking entrepreneurship. You know it's not the fucking cars. Not that is after when you make it. Entrepreneurship is the fucking grind, and that's what I was saying earlier too with the other interview is that that um, um, entrepreneurship. Most people think it's something beautiful, but no, it's the fucking grind. And yeah, you, I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy it. It's fucking hard, but I fucking enjoy it because I know that if I can do this, I can do anything. You know, and 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 what I'm thinking is when I'm listening to you is that the reason why they like him is because he's trying to he's trying to flaunt the 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 glamorous side of entrepreneurship. But it's like, no, dude, like if you're, if you're focused on that, you're going to fucking lose the actual work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the actual grind, the actual doing the, the, what you need to do. And that's why, that's why you're not succeeding at a scale level as other people, because you're not doing the fucking work. You're, you're flaunting the entrepreneurship, but you're not doing the work. And I, and I even admit myself that I was a part of t- uh, something like that, where I was saying, Hey, I had this company, I was building this company, but what was I doing? When you have that type of mindset, you got to ask yourself this one question. What are you doing every day to make your dreams come true? Yep. What are you doing every day to make your dreams come true? If you're sitting here and think just because you're a college student, and this is for all my college students uh, who listen to this, who who says they want to build a brand and do all this other stuff. And this is to only people that are complaining about where they are. This is not to actually. You know what? Screw that. I'm not gonna get. It. I'm. This is to everyone. Okay. Yep. <laughs> this Thank is to you. everyone who's a, a college entrepreneur and you're not doing what you need to do. I'm gonna be real with you. If this summer vacation, I've been on my school's campus so many times to meet up with some of my group members, everything like that, to build things. If it's summer vacation and you're sitting here saying. Oh, well, summer vacation, I want to relax and doing videos is going to get in my um, way or doing work is going to get in my way to uh, to uh, vacation and everything like that. You already going to lose. Yep. You're already going to lose. You lost. I'm sorry. You lost because you're going to continue to make excuses for why you can. Because if it's not that, then during the school, you're going to say, because I got too much schoolwork. I got or, too much or work it's to raining do. outside it's, or fucking it's too hot outside. Or I don't have camera equipment like I've had with some people in it. I don't have camera equipment. How can we? Oh, I don't want to do a video on an iPhone because um, I'm a film the, student and I think I should be using a DSLR. Yeah. The lighting and the fucking <laughs> this and that. Dude, just fucking do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Stop making an excuse for it. Stop talking about quality. Let me explain something to people when they talk about quality of content. And this isn't me coming from like a bougie standpoint or anything like that. Quality quality of content is so subjective that it's not even funny. And if you have a good enough personality, you can sell whatever you want. You don't have to be the best editor in the world to get a million followers or a million subscribers on YouTube. You don't have to be the best editor in the world to do that. There's multiples. Kate, hell, look at um uh, Tyrone Magnus. This is a guy who does a lot of reaction videos, but he also reaction and everything like that. 
This guy got, uh, I believe he has almost 2 million subscribers now. And mm. this dude's videos are basically the same. With him sitting in front of a computer with the camera in his face. Mm. The camera yep. in his face. Just he do might the fucking work. Just do the work. Just do the work. And I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of. But also, you know, I'm going to come at this standpoint too, is that I can see what you're afraid of because I've been there. Trust me. I've been there. When it comes down to video, me, um, I had, uh, like, the guy who I just interviewed today, Evan Carmichael, he told me, you know, Antoine, you do great on video. You really, uh, like, you, you're able to really express yourself very well on video. And that's not where I was when I first started. So you're ahead of me, especially with this episode and telling me everything like that. That's because I'm a natural conversationalist. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I'm able to do that. But, you know, I, I've been scared to do a video on there because I didn't want to look stupid. Yep. I didn't want to look stupid. To, to tell you something about myself, like, um, people would notice this when they watch a video. They might not. But me, I have eczema. And it gets red around my nose area. And that sometimes, uh, and it causes, like, dry skin and things like that. That sometimes, uh, hin- in my mind, hinders me and is an insecurity of mine. Because I think I look weird on camera doing that and everything like that. Um, you know, some people say they can't see it. Some people say they can. You know, it, it just, it, sometimes it makes me feel bad. Especially yeah. when, like, my family brings it up and everything like that. You know what you have to do at that point in time? Whenever you have an insecurity like that? You have, you have to really say, fuck it. I'm going to be real. That's it? <laughs> you, have to say, you have to say, fuck it. Dude. There's filters that you can use on there. There's all types of things that you can use to cover that stuff up or something like that if you're feeling insecure about it. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to what kind of message you're putting out and who you are. Exactly. If, if it's a good message that people agree with, they're not going to care about how many blemishes you have on your face. Mm-hmm. The, only person, the only person that will care about that is somebody that's like superficial and don't even understand the message in the first place. But want to come at like the deliverer yep. don't understand the message and it's because they don't understand the message that's the reason why they're doing that in the first place and yep. yeah you might get some mean comments so call you rudolph the red-nosed reindeer for me or you know some some crap like that i'm like all right whatever and your mom is a bigger one but you know like <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> but <laughs> yeah nah, i ain't coming at people's mamas in the comment section don't worry i'm not doing it I might do that later on down the line, but no. <laughs> but anyway, you know, it just like yo, it, it's just like at the end of the day, people are always gonna have negative opinions about you. To some people, yep. I'm the ugliest son of a bitch they ever seen in their entire life. Yep. <laughs> and but to, to other you, people, you're, the, you're Denzel Washington. <laughs> hell yeah, I'm there better than Denzel. Goes. I'm better than all right. Denzel. All right, for you me, can I'm take Brad Denzel. Pitt, so it's all good, man. <laughs> See, you take Denzel. Brad Pitt, The Rock, George Clooney, go. put them all up. You pick me. Anyway. There you go. There you go. I love it. That's but, funny, man. Yeah, but see, and then also at the same time, too, if, you, if there's something about you that you don't like, why don't you try to fix it? Like, if it's, not, if it's your height or something, you know, if you're feeling that insecure about it, get lifts. Wear shoes that make you, uh, oh, there's different ways of how you can wear your clothing to make you look taller or to make the presence of being taller. Um, if yep. you're overweight, get a gym membership. You know, do that stuff. Me, 
I ain't gonna lie, I got a couple of pounds I need to get rid of. A little pouch right here, you know. More to love. More to love. That's all that is. But you know. There you go. <laughs> but um at the end of the day, if there's something that I wanted to change, let me go to the gym. I'm going to the gym now. I'm working out at home. Um, I'm eating better now. I ain't gonna lie, I do cheat more than what I should. And the reason why I started to eat better is because I got diagnosed with type two diabetes. Which, you know, is something that came upon to me um, from my it's genetics, everything like that. I shouldn't have been watching what I was eating better, but I wasn't. Now, that, that was, you know, the Lord himself telling me, Antoine, you need to change what you're doing. Yep. D- get better at it. And I'm like, okay, fine. Let me change what I'm doing. I'm not on insulin. I'm just on uh, medication. They told me I'm young enough where if I get all my stuff straight, I can be off of that medication. I wouldn't nice. need it. Nice. So... That's just telling me, all right, this is a challenge. I love challenge. I love somebody challenging me. Yeah. And that's what this is doing. So, you know, it just comes down to you needing to change what you're doing to be better if you want to change who you are. And it it just goes back to um, what we was talking about uh, before about accountability. Yep. It comes to, it's kind of like um, the guy who, who's kind of nerdy. And can't get a girl like uh, says, oh, I can't date a girl. girl nice guys finish last and everything like that. That's bull. That's bull. Yep. I've seen nerdy dudes with some of the most beautiful women that I've ever seen in my entire life. And yep. you want to know why? It's because they, they are themselves. They believe in themselves. And they are confident in who they are. They don't try to put on a front. They don't try to be anyone else. Like, for instance, and I'm going to even be real with you on this. I see a lot of, you know, coming up, up and comers like we are, entrepreneurs who try to act like Gary Vanderchuk, who try to act like Casey Neistat, mm-hmm. who try to act like, you know, this guy, that guy, and the other one. And the reason why they don't win is because they don't know who they are. Yeah. They don't. That's so true. And it doesn't matter how much content you consume of those guys. It doesn't matter how much content you consume of anyone. If you're not, if you don't sit down and know who you are as a person, you'll never be confident in yourself. You'll never succeed in life. And ultimately, you, you will be a virtual failure. And me, I don't think there's any failures in life. I think they're just lessons that teaches you mm. things. But if you're, if you're not learning anything and you continue to make mistakes... What are you? Yep. You're uh, the definition. And this is a Chinese proverb. People try to coin it that is Albert Einstein, but it's actually a Chinese um, proverb saying that if you continue to do the same thing over and over again, that's the definition of insanity. Yep. And that's what a lot of that's to me. I feel what a lot of people uh, need to, uh, you know, grasp and understand. And again, I understand why people don't understand those things because sometimes you're not ready to receive the message that someone's putting to you. Mm. You know, there's another scene of when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yep. If you're not ready for the message, you won't be able to grasp it. Yep. That's so true, man. Mm -hmm. If you don't think you have a problem, if you don't think you have a problem, you won't be ready to fix that problem. Yep. If you don't see it's broken, you can't fix it. No, you can't. And that, that if you, you got to, that's why you got to do self-audit. That's why you got to uh, self-awareness. That's why, that's, that's why self-awareness is such a tumultuous and very 
uh, difficult thing to master. Because when you look in yourself, you don't want to. There were times where I didn't even want to look at myself in the mirror because of my eczema. And I was so like self-conscious in myself. I had blackheads. I had all these different things in my face. And, you know, I just didn't want to look at myself. And I was just so scared to do that because I had other people who were, you know, uh, in my life telling me, Antoine, you need to, you know, change this up and you pointing this stuff out. And I let what their opinion of me get to me so much that, you know, and man, I'm a grown man. That brought me to tears. It would bring me to tears. I'm a grown man, and that would bring yeah. me to tears, the way they yeah. was acting. But then I had to realize to myself, I'm like, Antoine, if you continue to let what another person's opinion of you drive your life, you will never be happy. Never. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And one thing you got to realize, too, is like like uh, uh, you say, I'm, I'm very religious, too, is uh, God made you the way you are, man. Mm-hmm. If you question, if you're questioning yourself, you're questioning, you know, God, like, no, dude, like, this is how God wanted me to be. This is who I am, you know, as, as God, God's image, you know, like this is me and I got to embrace it. You know, if, 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 um, if I got some, some, you know, so like you said, black kids, there's certain things you can do to, to, to get, but embrace who you are and, and how you look. Cause that's who you are. Yes. Try to be healthier. Yes. Try to, you know, look healthier but embrace who you are as a person and and how you look don't let anybody else tell you you know otherwise and whatnot yeah and you're right and here's another fallacy that a lot of people um have with that too is that if you're not able to look in the mirror and like what you see and just accept it for what it is right now and see the potential in it then again you, you already lost the game yep you did it's kind of um it's called depth of vision. And this can be used for, you know, your personal self or for anything that you do in life. And depth of vision is basically, uh, I'm going to give you a test right now. I'm going to give you a little test. If I showed you an acorn, okay, if I showed you an acorn, what do you see? Um, I, I, already, I think I know the answer, but I, I, uh, I'll say I see an acorn. See, you already lost. Yeah, that's not the answer. <laughs> that's not the answer. Uh, like if you said, that's the beginning I, stages. That's the beginning stages. You got to. Yep. Yep. You might say, "I see a tree." You want to know what I see? What do you see? I, Potential. I see a. <laughs> nah, I see a force. <laughs> ah, I, I love I it. I see a commu- I see a community. I see a housing development. I see kids walking around playing. I see um, schools. Mm. I see. You know, buildings, skyscrapers, everything like that from that one acorn. Yep. And that's what Bill Gates told Larry King on um, an interview once is that he he saw the potential in the computer. He was the richest man in the world. They said, you're the richest man in the world. What makes you different than anyone, anyone else? Nothing makes me different than that. I saw the potential in the computer business that others didn't. And I, I, I had depth of vision. I saw the potential in it. I saw what it could become. A lot of people didn't. A lot of people just saw it for what it is. It's kind of like with social media. There is so much potential with social media, Instagram, Facebook, all that different stuff that is not even funny. And we haven't even hit the tip of the iceberg yet. 
That's like this thing is not even this thing is not really even like 10, 15 years old yet. And everybody thinks everything's been done. Yes, everybody thinks everything has been done. When you see that potential and what you're doing, that's going to make everything a lot more better around you. Beautiful, man. Mm -hmm. You got to see the potential. And it all starts with you seeing yourself as that acorn. And you see yourself can blossom into that forest and blossom into something that's greater than you could ever grasp in your mind. That's when you truly become successful. Because you become, like I said, your mind is stronger than you know, and your mind is what creates your reality. If you succeed in your mind, you succeed in your reality. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. You have to see it first. We have to cut it short, man. I, I mm-hmm. wish we could stay longer, man. But we definitely have to do a part two, part three. <laughs> this is good stuff, man. This is like you got my attention, brother. The only thing is, I gotta go. <laughs> no, I gotta go too because I'm getting a call right now too. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, thank you very much for coming on, man. And definitely, we're gonna continue this, man. We just gotta figure some time out. This is what entrepreneurs do, man. We just gotta adapt and figure shit out, you know. But I appreciate what you did for me, man. No problem. I'm always this is big. here. This is big. Thank you. And awesome. I hope you enjoyed. I hope I was a good enough guest. I hope I didn't interrupt oh, you too brother. many times. No, no, you, you did you did perfect, man. And in the future, man, if, if you're ever looking for someone, dude, hit me up, man. I would love to be on, on your uh, your side. Hey, I'm always uh, you already written on. Just tell me the time. Just tell me the time. We'll, figure, we'll figure it out, brother. I got you. All, All right. right, Anton. Have a good one. You okay? too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.